listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook. To, to follow up from the last podcast, I referred to a poem. I couldn't remember the author's name. His name is Bunin, lived 1608 to 1676. And this is, this is one translation. Die while you're alive and be absolutely dead. Then do whatever you want. It's all good. So I am here today with our friend Michelle. We're going to do some dream work, but we're having technical difficulties. For some reason, my second mic, my condensing mic is just not recording. So we're going to pass this one back and forth. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you today? <laughs> That's so formal of you. I'm I'm fine. We're in a little bit of a full house. My nine-year-old son is upstairs, but let's just do this. I, I'm wanting to do some dream work. Can I start with my dream? Definitely. All right. So. So. I don't know if I am on a train. I think I am on this train. I'm on a train and the conductor is instructed to go more quickly, but he checks in with his passengers and they all want him to slow down a little instead. And so he overrides the first instruction and he slows the train down a little. and. That's all I I recall. I know the dream was longer than that. I know there was other other fragments to it or other pieces to it to this fragment. But um so that that's the one I want to work with. Huh. Wow. Well, I it seems to me like it's like it would be cool if you took different parts of the dream. Like, if you are the conductor, what are you feeling? Wow. I love that, Michelle. You're very creative. Karma. He, karma's right there. <laughs> Don't worry about karma. <laughs> I don't worry about karma. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I am the conductor, um, if I am the conductor, I feel, I don't know, it does feel like a little bit of a revolution to care more about my patrons than like corporate upstairs, you know, it's a, it's revolutionary. If I am the conductor, I'm revolutionary. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Now, how about as the train? How do you feel as the train? Train. Wow. Now we're going to the inanimate objects. As the train, I feel long and steady, and I will, you know, drive the passengers where they need to go. Well oiled. I'm a well oiled machine. Very well put. 
And now the passengers, what are the passengers feeling? So I have, I have like a dual memory of this. So, um, and, and one of the m- memories, it's as if it's an Amish family. There, she, the, the woman has like a pale blue babushka in her hair, you know, and like a pale blue shirt tucked into a fuller, darker blue skirt. And she's with her husband and her daughter. Um, so I'm just noticing that, that um, this might not be in America. Well, I guess I said Amish, that's American, but like, I don't know for sure Amish. I mean, just from a different culture. So maybe this train is not in America. Ah, okay. And just a little bit about the feeling of the passengers, the feeling. What are they feeling? Well, one association I have to that is, as we know, I have MS and it's often tough for me to walk around even if I need a cane or something else. And um, when people say to me, take your time, take your time. I always feel like that's like the nicest thing people could say to me. So, so listeners, if you're ever, you know, in a situation where there's a disabled person who might be struggling a little and uh, you don't know what to say, just tell them, take your time. You know, I think that's the nicest thing anyone could say to me. So, uh, so when the audience, not the audience, that's interesting that I called them an audience. That's interesting. Um, but when the passengers, uh, you know, prefer that he goes slower, it feels similar to that for me. It feels more like the, you know, you know, there's no rush. There's no rush. We don't have to go too fast. We can take our time. Wonderful interpretation. Yeah, it's. Yeah. The, I think it's really exciting that method of being everything. Oh yeah, that's, so that's Gestalt, and that was that was his Bless philosophy. Gesundheit. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about a couple of other things about this dream, Michelle, but I don't want to like override you. Well, it's a kind of short dream. It was about eight inches. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like you know, can I just, yes, like, answer? All right. On. I'm just going to. So, so when. Take your time. Thank you. Whenever I take your time. Oh, see, a good friend. A good friend is sitting beside me, taking, allowing me to take my time. Um, so, whenever I dream of a train. I think of, you know, the the dual meaning of the word training, training. So whenever I have a dream with a train in it, I think, well, what training am I doing in my life right now? So um, I think I dreamed of this on September first. So what what training? I'll reflect on that. I have no answers for that, but um. um and I was also curious about, like, I guess we did touch on this, but who who is telling the conductor 
you know, just to go faster. And that just feels like, you know, that seems to me the the great greed problem. It's like everybody needs new, bigger, faster. I was thinking today. I I get I was thinking about today, and just thinking about good and and evil and and that I look at myself like today for some reason I just saw myself as really like like Hitler like that I have a bad like that part Trump that that I saw that in me the the Nasquale Malula natives believe that that you're part of your dreams and that the whole world is just a bubble around you, mm. the Nagwals. Mm. And, um, and so the bubble is everything is us. So like just nuclear energy that I fight against and all, like I am part of it. I created the whole thing, yeah. everything. And, and so Trump is me too. And to just call by people by their names, in, especially in my nonviolent training that I've been going through for two weeks in my whole life. It was really, we made some funny quips about that fucking nonviolent training. Yes, I can't say a word. I, I used to be able to say, oh, I should do this. No, should is the most violent word in the English language. You shouldn't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> so, will you be so kind as to share another dream that we could work? Well, or do you feel? I was, yeah, I, I was just wanting to finish what I said oh, yeah, about, the about Trump okay. and about the people that we despise and and that it, as long as we are in a position of despising, then there is not a transformation. And to, to really like, to be able to feel that even in his bad, like the, however bad, that to just that that's a human trait. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's part of this little, little ball of reality. Yes, I've been doing a lot of shadow work. You know, I've been discussing here and there in the podcasts about about said political figure. But um, right, that's so interesting. So is that like a Polynesian native group? Who who are? No, where no I couldn't think of the name in the beginning, so I made it up. Oh, I thought that didn't sound. Yeah. The, second one, the second one is true. The second one is true. Nagwals, I'm pretty sure, almost certain. Uh, Carlos Castaneda and, and his group, the Castaneda boys. No, but uh, no, that, that's what I remember. I think Brian said it on our wedding day or something. He was really into it. <laughs> so take it all with a grain of salt. Well, I believe the Nagwals. You know, yes. that we're in a bubble and a bubble that we're in the bubble of all that we see 
if yeah. you think about it, it's kind of like matrix. All that we see is like, yeah. you know, and so to, to take ownership, I, I've been trying to say it because I'm really serious about it, but it comes out funny, yeah. but to take ownership of the Hitler in me yeah. and of the, of the, uh, the, the, the Trump, the unfeeling, the 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 fierce, and just you know would zing anybody or whatever, and and to take take ownership of it. Yeah, I my my journey with it all has been a little bit different, and I think largely informed by your daughter Tara, uh, and she said, you know, I think she confirmed something that I knew that. It's not, it's not, you can't change a problem. This is an Einstein quote, right? You can't change a problem with the same thinking that created that problem. And um, so she said, it's not enough to not hate him. You have to love him. So I'm on sort of that journey. And I did get to a place where I read something that he had done that might in the past have, you know, really made my blood boil. And I, I just laughed and I just said, oh, he's so foolish. So I think that's maybe one stepping stone to get to. But you're on a totally different journey, Michelle. You're trying to recognize the darker forces in all of humans. In all of in In me, just yeah. in me. Yeah. And just see that, that it's an interplay, a yin-yang. It's an interplay, and to own it. I never said that before. Yeah. To own it, to own the greed, to own the, the what's the the whatever is you know the. Yeah. Instead of he's a racist, it's all it's like, it's still name calling. It's right. like we're still in fourth grade, right. or or whatever. Like you're this, you're a, you. Know, it's to just rise above. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Anyway, I have to go. Uh, should I really do a short one? This yeah. is this is like our like brief dream work session. Okay. Yeah, let's do your short dream. Okay, okay, my dear. All right. Uh, I wake up. I have a heart on, and then I realize it, and I'm like, "Oh, what's that doing there?" And then I say, "Oh." Yeah, oh, it's a penis, and I go, oh yeah, all women have penises. Like, and it was kind of like, oh, it's my ear. All women have ears. And it was just, and it was like, ah, no big deal. And I went back to sleep. I'm laughing because you're like, ah, oh, just tell this little dream, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really cool. So that, you know, Dream is asking me to talk about masculine qualities versus feminine qualities. But I feel like we did this very recently on a podcast. Um, but an erect penis, right? So, like, what does that mean to you? I don't know. Like, yeah, like, just ready for action. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember when I was a teenage girl <clears throat> and I learned 
that guys often wake up with an erect penis and it really doesn't have to do anything with who's lying next to them. <laughs> so that was the learning for me. It was the 80s. We used to sleep with each other in the 80s. <laughs> so, um, so, wow. So and now that w- reminds me also of something that I'm wanting to order on Amazon Prime. If I can ever get that right. Uh, my father's password. Um, it's called, what is it called? A, sh- a shiwi, a sheepy, a shiwi. It's like a little thing that, that it's like a penis that a woman could like take camping in the woods or whatever and not have to like squat and, you know, all sorts of balance. But it's a woman can pee from the shiwi. Shiwi. I never heard of that. That sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but it, if this is my dream, I don't need any shiwi, man. I got, <laughs> I got the, the I got the viral. <laughs> I got, I've got the wee wee going on. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, little boys also wake up with an erection. You know, it's it's a, a different part of the anatomy that we don't have, although women have labia, you know. It's not all that different from male genitalia. When I did a little research, I found out, like, until six weeks, we're all women, okay. like, in utero. And then the clitoris becomes a penis. You know, that's so cool because my nine-year-old boy has a theory that the reason we all have nipples, boys and girls, is because we're in our mom's wombs. (laughs) And so we get our nipples because we're, you know, that's his theory. So he was debunked by his big brother. (laughs) But that's, so that's interesting. Everybody have nipples? Oh, probably because everybody used to nurse, obviously. Well, yeah, we're mammals, right? So probably, let's say there weren't enough women around, maybe the men, obviously the men, or maybe like nature was just lazy and said, oh, let's just do it one way, you know? We've done the prototype. (laughs) We forgot about that. They don't, no, obviously, I've heard about it. Well, we're mammals for our mammary glands. It's not just about nursing, right? I don't know. Mammary's yeah, all about nursing. That's okay. it. I, I've got some research to do. Oh, well, this was your dream. You've got some research to do on the memories. Like what specifically? Do they really only nurse? They only produce milk? They don't have a second purpose in the human body. Well, the sexual arousal. The sexual arousal. I'm not going to go there on this radio show right now. <laughs> well, so, no, I'll be going, no. No, I know. But what I mean is, it's true, right? So that's that's huge. So that's huge. So that's a huge thing, sexual arousal and then the nursing of the baby who comes of that. So, okay, um, what else do you feel from that dream? What did you feel when you woke up? Well, as the penis, I felt 
<laughs> I felt like happy and just kind of like, oh, this is fun. And, and just kind of like perky, like perky. And, uh, and then when I woke up, I felt like pretty like perky. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't like anything out of the ordinary. Okay, it was like, there's my penis and I'm awake now? No, no, when I was awake, I didn't have it. I know that, Michelle. Oh my gosh. I thought you forgot. I didn't forget. What I was, I don't know what I was asking. I, thank you for sharing this, Jim. This has been delightful. And I was never going to share it, I but know. you just are so friendly and you open us up. And convincing, because, you know, I want to create a podcast every week. So thank you, Michelle. Okay, sitting at the dock of the bay. Watching the Watching the tide roll away. Thank you, listeners. Until we meet again.